This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pandora's riding our old Dan this morning, Friday morning. Dan, come on, let's go, let's get a getting, and uh, we get back to the home twenty in a little while and get some fresh hay there in the barn for you and some cool water. And the Trailblazer go in the house and maybe Mama's got some biscuits made by the time we get back. Well, we have a short trip today, and uh, this is the old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pandora's. I'm, I, I love you folks to let me know that you're listening and helping me with the broadcast a little if you can. But you know we don't beg for money. But I want to take this morning, we've been giving you some excerpts from our little pamphlet, what we most surely believe. And I want to finish that up this morning. It's cut take two or three minutes. <clears throat> we believe here that election is the eternal purpose of God according to which he graciously regenerates and sanctifies and saves a poor sinner. Listen now. Listen. Let's go on. Uh, election is perfectly consistent with free agency of man, and, and it is contained all means in connection with the end. It's several verses of Scripture. You write me or call me or email me, I'll send you this package, this pamphlet. I also believe in the eternal security of the believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, that they are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, according to John 10 and Philippians 1 6. I believe, we believe that the law of God is eternal and unchangeable rule of his moral government that is holy, just, and good, and that the inability which the scriptures ascribe to fallen man to fulfill is its precepts, its precept arises entirely from his love of sin that the law is the handmaiden of grace to bring sinners, bring sinners to Christ, my friend. Now, who alone kept it, satisfied it, and, and whom alone can have complete obedience to it and be free from condemnation, that the law was fulfilled in Christ and not done away with, that is still binding upon the believer to its moral precept. We believe that the Lord Jesus Christ was virgin born and that he is eternal son of God and he became incarnate to die as our substitute. I believe surely that Christ was raised bodily from the grave and is seated now on the right hand of God in his resurrected body. I believe there is a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked dead. The righteous dead will be raised to life and endless joy and will be with Christ in heaven. The wicked dead will be raised to damnation, endless punishment to spend eternity in that terrible place called hell. We believe that in the imminent, 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 catch that word, imminent coming of our Lord Jesus Christ back to this earth again for his own, for you and me if you know the Lord to set up his earthly kingdom on earth and to rule in person for 1,000 years, according to 1 Peter 4, 7. We believe that Christian baptism is the immersion of water of a believer who, by the work of the Holy Spirit in his heart, has brought forth fruit suitable for repentance and has come to rest upon the Lord Jesus Christ wholly and completely for salvation. And that this baptism by immersion is in, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, which is a final name <coughs> of the one true God. I believe that baptism by immersion is one of two ordinances that the Lord Jesus left 
for his people, that it shows in a most solemn and beautiful way to believers' faith in the crucified, buried, and risen Lord, and that it is a sign of our having died to the world and also a sign of the new life and of resurrection which is, we now walk. Baptism has no saving quality at all, for it is with precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that we, God's people, are redeemed. We believe that the Lord's Supper is the second of two ordinances that Christ left when he observed when observed by God's people. We believe that the first day of the week is the Lord's Day or the Sabbath and is to be kept sacred by rest, attending gospel ministry, prayer, meditation, by searching of heart, and by the observance of all the means of grace that the Lord has given us. We believe that civil government of, is of a divine appointment for the interest and good order of human society, and that magistrates or rulers are to be prayed for conscientiously honored and obeyed except only in the things opposed to the will of our Lord who is the only Lord and of the conscious and the prince of the king of the earth. I believe that the local assembly known as a church set forth in the New Testament is the only divine institute established by the Lord Jesus Christ and that all other organizations are either extra scriptural or anti-scriptural and that the Lord Jesus Christ gave his commission to the local church, that he gave his Holy Spirit to the local church. He leads the local church through the pastor, who is his messenger, and not through a mission board or board of deacons or stewards or elders or individuals. Listen now. Listen. Now, have one more. I believe, we believe, above all, it's found in God's word. The Bible, those doctrines are true, have become experimental in our hearts. And I can certify that the Apostle Paul, uh, with the Apostle Paul, that these great truths of the gospel are as contained in the Word of God, which we preach, teach, and by God's grace endeavors to obey, are not after man, for I neither received them from man, neither I was taught of man. I believe that we can sum up what the Bible teaches in these five great precious doctrines or teachings. The sovereignty of God, God on the throne. The total depravity of the natural man, salvation by grace and blood redemption in Christ. The person and work of the Holy Spirit and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ back to earth again. Now, my friend, if you write me, call me, email me, I'll send you this. It's free and postpaid. It won't cost you a penny. Let's get back to our study. We're looking there at the coming of filling of the Spirit of God. And uh, we let, let's, let's pick it up where we left off. These gifts, pick up these gifts one by one. And we, we're going slow. We're not in no hurry. And look at those gifts. There is the first, the word of wisdom. That's a gift from God. This is the first gift mentioned here in the Holy Spirit bestowed upon or given to a born-again believer whom the Lord, whom the Spirit controls as he wills. James said in James 1, 5, if any of you lack wisdom, get that. Dr. Copeland says, get that. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, upbraideth not, 
and it shall be given him. Don't we all need wisdom, my friend? My dear friend out there on the back 40 somewhere bailing hay today. Or you may be up there in an old fishing camp somewhere fishing on a long weekend or something. Whatever you're doing, my friend, can't you just ask the Lord to give you wisdom, how to act and how to go about your daily life? That's what that's what I do. I don't have any sense. I don't have any sense, my friend. But, oh, I know what the Lord does. He gives us wisdom. Listen, listen. Wisdom is the faculty of forming a sound judgment in a giving matter. How foolish a believer can act sometime when he doesn't have the word of wisdom. He'll jump at conclusions and his judgment will be faulty. If the born-again believer will recognize this great fact that he doesn't have wisdom. That's, that's grace to recognize that you don't have any. You got wisdom? I don't. Old Trailblazer just as dumb as he can be, my friend. But the Lord carries me. Been, I, I, I'll tell you this little incident. Years and years ago when the Lord first called me into this work, I was just a dumb bunny. And I was, and my knees were knocking in the pool pit and all. And I was reading over one day in Exodus where Moses was telling the Lord this and that and the other. And the Lord spoke to Moses. And you know what he told him? Can I, can, I, can I question you a little bit? Can I test your mind just a little? You know what the Lord told Moses? He spoke to Moses. He said, certainly I'll be with you. Certainly I'll be with you, Terry Blazer. You old crazy fool, I'll be with you. Moses had to go before Pharaoh. I've had to go before a lot of Pharaohs every Sunday morning, some Wednesday night, whenever. Oh, my friend, I need the wisdom of God. He said, I'll go with you. Certainly. I got it hanging on my wall. I got it every day. Every day, every day. Certainly I'll be with you. My brother, you can hang you one on the wall. Get a get someone to print it for you. And hang it on your wall like I did here. Listen. Listen, my friend. And uh, let me pick up my word here. The word says he can ask for it and God will give it to him. 1 Corinthians one thirty, we find Christ is made unto us wisdom. Christ is made unto us wisdom, my friend. You, can't you shout? They tell me my grandma, I never did know her. They told me she was a shouting Methodist. I wish I'd have known her. If she knew the Lord, I sure do wish I knew her. But they tell me she was a shouting Methodist. And also other folks told me she was hell on wheels. But I don't want to think about that. I hope she knows the Lord. And, uh, would you would you pray for the old trailblazer that the Lord would give me wisdom to go forth, make decisions that affect this ministry, how to spend God's money and be a good steward? My friend, it's a great responsibility to be the pastor of the Lord's radio ministry like we have here. We have things come up every day, every day we have to make decisions, and we need the wisdom of God to do that. But I would that you'd pray for me. And if you love the old trailblazer, let me know. Let me hear from you. While I was sick in the hospital, I must have got 150 cards, radio, uh, telephone calls and phone calls and uh, gracious, gracious get well cards. See, Pastor, we love you. Hurry up and get well. We need you. We need to see you. Well, I'm back now about 90% and I'm uh, walking around with a stick or a walker. And if you would, if you love the old trailblazer, let me hear from you. And uh, help me with the broadcast, if you will. And most of you know I don't take any money from this work. Never have for all these years. And my Lord has been gracious. I was retired out of a good business. The Lord had 
opened up for me years and years and years ago. And uh, I praise the Lord for it. And uh, now I'm just a, an old sinner saved by grace, living on uh, uh, Social Security and whatever. But my friend, I never have wanted for one thing. No, I've always had food on the table and whatever, good cool bed to sleep in in the, in the summertime and a warm bed in the winter. And uh had a wife of 66 years, passed on to go with the Lord four or five years ago. But would you just pray for me? I need your prayers, my friend. I love I love people. I'm a people person. I love people. I love to talk with you. I love to enter into counsel with you, answer your question. That's the reason I'm going to give you some more of these questions and answers that Pastor Sheldon had in our next broadcast. Back in 1950, he had a little broadcast, and he invited folks to send him questions they'd like to have answered. And I got a copy of it here, two or three pages, and I'll, I'll read one of his questions and give you the answer. He's a smart man, my friend. The Lord gave him a lot of wisdom. That was that, That's that first gift. Wisdom, my friend. If the Lord give you any wisdom, ask the Lord to do that. First of all, if you, are, if you maybe have a trouble, ask the Lord to shut your mouth. You know, you don't never get saved till your mouth shut. That's right, my friend. I had to come to that place. But anyhow, how much how much grace the Lord has given the old trailblazer. Remember, my mailing address is the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here is area code 225-664-8658. Call me anytime. I'm always here now about 7 o'clock in the morning. And I, a lot of times I answer the phone, a lady says, you mean I can talk to the pastor? Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. And I love to do that. Help me with the broadcast, if you will, just a little bit. Goodbye, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 